In this episode, we are talking about the mindset of a wealthy woman. We peel back the layers of different beliefs so that you can walk away and start practicing a wealthy woman mindset right away. And once you do, you'll start to see that money will come to you with much more ease. So let's get into it. Hi, I'm Erin, a strategic money mastery coach on a mission to create a wealthy woman movement because I believe that wealthy women will change the world. Welcome to the Wealthy Loan Podcast for creative female entrepreneurs looking to gain financial freedom. Over the last decade, I've learned how to capitalize on my time and streamline my business to work smarter, not harder. This podcast will include money-related mindset and management tips and practical business advice so you can do the same. I've brought multiple businesses to six and seven figures, co-developed a real estate empire with my sweet hubby Brent that has allowed us to pay off all debt, purchase our dream home, take vacations around the world, and spend more quality time together with our two daughters, Ava and Judy. I'm on a mission to help women entrepreneurs like you stop overworking so you can make more money without compromising or sacrificing the life of your dream. Abundance is yours for the taking. So grab your notebook and your favorite drink and let's get into it. Today, we are going to chat through six different ways that a wealthy woman embodies a mindset of abundance. And I love the topic of money mindset and we're going to get to cover this in lots of different ways and have all different kinds of exercises and conversations around this idea. And I thought as an early episode, it would be really helpful for us to speak through and define six different ways that a wealthy woman steps into an abundant mindset. And so that's what we're going to jump into today, because I believe that our thinking is what then derives our action which then is what gets us results. And we know this. We know that out of our thinking, we produce different feelings, different actions that then we continue to repeat and give us our results. And so making sure that we are fostering our headspace and that we are working to create a subconscious that is elevated, that we are working to create a consciousness around money is huge. And so my work is to both talk through the mindset around money and to talk about the management, the strategy. I believe you cannot be successful. You cannot optimize your wealth without doing both. So let's jump into these six different things that I believe are critical components of embodying a wealthy woman mindset. So the first one is strategic risk. So a wealthy woman is willing to take chances when appropriate evaluation has been completed. With risk comes reward. So strategic risk. It's sort of this yin and yang, but you never fully know when you're making a risk, taking a risk, you don't fully know what the outcome will be. That's why it's a risk. And the strategic component, why I put that ahead of risk, is because you have done some work. You've done your research. You are making an educated risk here. And so I think oftentimes as women, we feel like lack of knowledge or lack of full understanding keeps us from stepping into a situation that could lend great, great dividends. And so that's why I believe that as a wealthy woman, we are willing to put ourselves in positions where we are taking risks, 
with the backing of having some knowledge around that. I think it's crazy, the stats, when we look at like men versus women in like, let's just say in the example of like going for a new job. So uh, it's statistically shown that uh, a man will apply for a job or go for a job that he believes he's like sick. I think it's like 60% qualified for. And a woman will only go or apply or really put themselves out there for a job that they believe that they are 100% qualified for. So we definitely have this risk aversion. We feel like we have to be fully in the know, fully equipped, fully confident in order to step into a an expanding space. And so this is just not the reality when it comes to money. When it comes to investing and having our money work for us, there is a level of unknown and there is a level of, of course, we can figure out what is, um, what are specific investments that seem to have a, a general great ROI? How can we educate ourselves in the stock market or how can we hire people that can help us there? How can we make a decision inside of real estate um, or wherever our spaces of risk? How can we make sure that we begin to outsource the right things in our business to help us become more in our zone of genius? All of those things. And so we are willing to engage with risk and we do it strategically. I just want to share a little story about this. Um, one of the biggest, and we are going to have an episode where Brett and I come in and share a bit more about our real estate journey, but I just want to talk about like the very beginning and how it felt for me. I am a risk taker and Brent is as well. We actually both have the Maverick um, as a sacred money archetype. So we have this, this willingness to be risky, to kind of put ourselves out there and make, make money happen for us. But I also have accumulator in my sacred money archetypes. And so I also love, love seeing piles of money in my bank account. So I kind of have both of these things going on inside of me. And when I'm in a healthy place, I'm very balanced and I, and I can, you know, make calculated risks. But this was back in the day when for us, we were beginning our, our journey of growing our money. In fact, we were mostly just trying to get out of a large hole of debt. And we had close to $100,000 in student loan debt. And Brent was very educated in the real estate space. He was actually commuting to Chicago at that point, had lots of hours to listen to podcasts and books and was well-versed inside of the space his father invested in real estate. And so Brent was strategic and educated and ready to take a risk. And we had $18,000 in our bank account. And I loved just seeing that number in the bank account. And Brent and Brent and I knew that we wanted to make our money work for us while we didn't have to work for it. And Brent challenged me with this thinking that we could take that $18,000 and we could pay off one student loan, or we could take that $18,000 and we could buy an asset that would produce enough revenue to pay off all of our student loans. And we'll definitely share more about that story, but we created and took a strategic risk there. And I can't wait to share that episode and exactly how that all happened. It actually was an asset that in and of itself produced enough revenue to pay off all of our almost $100,000 of debt. And so I think that with risk comes amazing, expansive rewards. And so a wealthy woman is ready to press into that. Okay. Our second principle here is that a wealthy woman values her time. She spends her time on what matters most and aligns with her core beliefs She outsources what she can to spend time in her area of genius. 
I think that as we scale our businesses, as we scale our brands, we come up against this continuously and uh, of, of, I can just do it. Like I'm a photographer and I can just edit. Like I, I know how to do it. It doesn't take me that much time. Actually, um, if I outsource it, it actually doesn't end up saving me that much time or we have, I don't want to outsource my marketing or different things like that. And because we think we can do it. So why should we outsource it? Or we can just save, save ourselves those dollars or things like that. But actually, um, we are sacrificing one of the most valuable resources that we have. And that is time. And so I believe that as wealthy women, we understand the value of our time. We understand that from a business perspective of knowing what is our zone of genius. What can we and only we do inside of our companies? Where do we generate the most dollars for our business? And we understand that then it is best for us to outsource things that multiply our efforts in other places, multiply our dollars in other places. We're willing to empower others. We're willing to lose control. We're willing to spend the money and release that knowing that it will come to us in even greater ways. And not only in the business, but I believe that a wealthy woman values her time in her personal world. And this can look like outsourcing inside of your household with um, all different types of things. This also means that you value your time in that you have boundaries with toxic people. You allow yourself to have personal space to recharge. You know yourself and what you need. And you know the types of people that you want to allow inside of your community. So there's all different ways that we value our time. See, money buys us time. And time buys us money. And so uh, these two are very in, uh, interchangeable. And it's very important that as we work to have a wealthy woman mindset, we are valuing time. Okay, our third principle is that a wealthy woman charges what she is worth. Okay, I actually say this sort of tongue-in-cheek because I kind of hate this as well, this phrase of she charges what she is worth because, like, how can we ever say that our worth is tied to an actual dollar sign? Like, we are infinitely above, like, any sort of monetary amount of money. Our, our worthiness is inherent. I believe. And so this like cliche saying, I kind of say tongue in cheek because she charges what she's worth is like infinite and doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. But I'm going off of this phrase that is used a lot in our online space in saying that most of the time as women, we are undercharging. We are setting our prices at a place that our mindset is feeling super comfortable with, super cushy with. And if we begin to press into our ideal client, um, the market, and understanding what our value is, we know that um, in our expertise and what we have to offer, the transformation we give to our clients, we know that like there needs to be a price increase. And so as wealthy women, we are working on nurturing ourselves in our headspace, nurturing our confidence so that we can go to the market with a correct price for the exchange of transformation and energy we are bringing the world. And this is the type of work I find after a lot of people have moved through the money matrix, through the system, and they see their cash flow in their company and they start to see like, lots of ways that they can start to strategize their money to work for them because that's 
that's, a, you know, the business is meant to fund your personal, your personal world. So let's not forget that. But as we see that, then people will start to see, dear goodness, like I should be charging more money for this. And uh, as we are also changing the way we think about money and, and all of the, the messages around money and starting to embrace that, we are able to stand taller and stand prouder around what we bring to the market. We start to recognize that there is a disconnect in our pricing. And so if this is resonating with you, I just want you to know that you're not alone, that I have worked many, many times in strategizing pricing with people and, and upping rates and doing it in a way that feels really aligned. I don't believe in price gouging or things like that. I always say that we should feel in great alignment with the energetic exchange that we are doing in our pricing. So that means, for example, when somebody is working with me in coaching, I believe what they are paying me for is equal to in value or what I give them is in greater value of the transformation they receive. I think about the type of coaching I offer people and how it shifts their their trajectory in their business. And I'm like, wow, I feel so aligned in my pricing that someone would come and give me this amount of money for what I know that they will be changed in the now and in the future. And so that is a way to feel really good and really aligned with your pricing. So she charges what she's worth, tongue in cheek. Okay. Let's talk about four. The fourth value is that a wealthy woman mindset works in alignment. She doesn't do what doesn't feel aligned. And if it doesn't feel aligned, she either delegates it or she takes it off the table completely because she knows that there is a, an ability to generate wealth, to generate money in a way that feels so aligned, that feels full of joy and purpose. And so this I think often happens like as we evolve in entrepreneurship, because most of us are serial entrepreneurs. And so we're going to go through many different renditions and phases of what we offer the world. And so sometimes we find that what used to feel aligned is no longer aligned, but it's generating money. And so we have a hard time potentially hanging our hat up and moving on to what is the next mission for us because we're living in this scarcity space of, well, I've finally figured out how to make money here and I can't possibly like do that in the next thing, or it's going to take too much time or all this crap that we kind of talk about. And I just want to say, that's not how it works. I believe that we can have true alignment in what we're bringing out to the world and that that can be exchanged for money in such a real and amazing way. And actually, I have a story about this recently. Well, not so recently. I guess it was just over a year ago. I felt like I found myself in a place of misalignment. And I had let the, the bro marketing tactics and the things in the industry that work for certain people that like talk in my ear. And so I started to make decisions inside of my business that I found, oh my goodness, I'm so far out of my zone, out of where I want to be. I'm putting out funnels and ads that don't feel right. I'm Now I have this whole team of coaches working underneath me when I love coaching people. Why do I have coaches working for me? But that's the way that you do it in the industry. 
And as soon as I took the time to tap back into my intuition and to give myself the space to find what, what, where am I, where have I gone wrong and how do I get back? I have to tell you that deeper joy has happened and I believe dollar signs will follow that in, in, in each of us. Okay. Let's talk about the fifth one. She focuses on possibility and opportunities. And if you listened to the episode where I talked about the wealthy woman movement and defined a wealthy woman movement, this is really, really key. So she keeps her mind from straying to the negatives of the what ifs. And instead, she's training her herself and her subconscious to see potential all around her. Inside of us, we know that we have the opportunity to open doors that we have the ability to focus on possibility and not to discount it as luck or wishful thinking, but to really say, I believe that this is there for my taking. And so somebody who's able to foster this type of thinking is then able, they're going to see more and more of the possibilities you see our brain that's how our brain works like if we are focused on there's not enough money around me there's not enough clients there's too many people in this space we're going to then have our brain reiterate that message to us because our brain believes what we tell it and so then we're going to see oh yep see this person selling that and there's this other business coach and there's other things and we're just going to find evidence to validate that But if we train our brain to say, like, I have the ability to create a a new revenue stream, or I am able to make these new connections, and I'm able to press into the possibility of reaching to a new revenue goal, a new profitability goal, and this is how I see it happening for me, and see, look, getting a new client just uh, inquired or, you know, you're going to start to see that and, and press into that and elevate that. So your brain believes what you tell it. And so you have to start directing that. And as a wealthy woman, we know, and we're able to do that. And like, just for fun, like I do this exercise, like I want you wherever you are, let's say you're in your office or you're on, hopefully if you're driving, like don't do this like immediately, but you're out for a run. And I just want you to look around and I want you to see like everything in your space that's pink. Like look around, check it out. What is pink? And all of a sudden, things that are pink are coming to the forefront that you never saw before because you're telling your brain to look for the pink. And then I want to ask you like how much, how many green things did you notice? Probably not many, if at all, because you told yourself to look for the pink. And so just to say, like, we get to elevate and tell ourselves what we want to believe and the story that we want to live into. We are always manifesting. We are always creating our life and what's ahead and what the opportunities are. And so you get to choose what that that gets to be for you. And as a wealthy woman, you are choosing possibility, opportunity, and abundance. And the last component of a wealthy woman mindset that we're going to define here today is that we believe that money is a renewable resource, a renewable energy that it is around us, that we have no lack of opportunity to tap into it, that we're willing to ask for more of it, and that it comes into our world and can come into our world with ease, with flow. Man, does this take, for me personally, work. 
I grew up in a very, I feel like one of the gifts of my mindset is that I, I grew up knowing that I could kind of work and do, um, whatever I wanted to. And, and I, and that's a gift, but also with that came like this, you have to work really, really, really hard for money. It can come to you, but it has to come to you by working 13 hours, knocking on doors. Right. And so this idea of that money, that there's like a magic to it. There's this, like, we are opening ourselves up to that, that, you know, and I, I, I still have like, oh my gosh, that's not even possible. Like, how the heck am I going to make this extra money? Or how am I going to land this new client? Or how is this, you know, whatever's coming up in your head right now, I just want to say, I just want to challenge you to, to think, to think, bring awareness to that. And to open yourself to the possibility that money is more available to you than you think. And I love when I, when inside of my weapon, when intensive, we have an exercise where we do abundance tracking and it's so fun to see women start to really click into this like magical part of money. Like, okay, I'm now noticing things I never noticed before. I'm leaning into this belief that I can tap into money more easily. So, I want you to leave you with a wealthy woman tip here. So what I would love, 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 we've gone through these um, different different aspects of a wealthy woman mindset that I'm going to recap right now. So a wealthy woman takes strategic risk. She values her time. She charges what she is worth. She works in alignment and she focuses on possibility and opportunity. And lastly, she leans into the idea that money is a renewable resource and energy that she can tap into. So I want you to choose like one of these that as you're listening to this, you're like, wow, this really resonates with me. I want to expand in this space. And I want you to email me and tell me which one you're working on bringing more awareness to, more focus to, more expansion to. And I'm going to respond to you with a specific tip to help you implement. And it will be me. I am being genuine here, I really want to be able to connect with my audience. I'm highly relational. And so I'm really excited to hear from you. So email me at hello at erinbridgman.com. That's Aaron with two N's, E-R-I-N-N, Bridgman, B-R-I-D-G-M-A-N, no E on the bridge.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you can access all the latest episodes. And while you're at it, would you take a few minutes to leave a review? This will spread the word and spread the Wealthy Woman movement. Are you inspired to take your money mindset management to the next level? Head to www.erinbridgman.com and join the waitlist for the Wealthy Woman Intensive. The doors to my coaching program only open a few times a year and spots are limited. So be sure to join the waitlist so you can be the first to hear when a new cohort begins. Cheers for now.